What's up, podcast peeps? I'm going to have another amazing episode here for you, like always. Uh, today, I'm just going to talk a little bit more about you know selling on Amazon, uh, some things that I see a lot of people doing uh, and mistakes that they're making, some things that they mess up, some things that I had problems with at the beginning. So be sure to check out the full podcast today. I'm going to have a lot of good uh, useful information. So hopefully if you are, uh, you know, getting your own, uh, Amazon, you know, seller started, uh, it'll give you a good kickstart and you won't run into some of the same issues I had or some other people had that, you know, I've talked to, uh, in the past or recently. So let's go ahead and dive right into this. Uh, and one of the first things I want to talk about is on, uh, Amazon is like UPC codes. Now, if you're a new seller and you're not really familiar with all the different things that they list there and you're going to try to list your first product, um, and you might be kind of confused, not sure what to do. Um, I mean, I know I was having problems before when I first started, you know, was trying to list some things on Amazon, uh, the UPC codes and stuff. And the UPC codes I knew were right, but I couldn't get the thing to go in because every time it say product failed or invalid information it'll give me a bunch of error message and I just couldn't figure it out for a, for a bit um, so then finally uh, when I went back and looked at it I realized that I have to make sure uh, you know the brand and the manufacturer and everything matches because of you know what Amazon is doing you know now so with uh, the UPC codes how they're you know they're usually verifying and checking uh, you know the database uh, so that's one thing you got to, you know, if you're having an issue and you can't get a product in there, um, that's the one thing I would typically check. You know, pretty much all you got to do to check on this is, you know, go to Google and type UPC code lookup. And one of the first three links will give you uh, uh, an ability to search for UPC codes. I think the one that you're going to want to look for, it says GS1 uh, UPC code search. Um, go ahead and click on that, you know, the, with the page load and everything. And then you'll see an option right there in the middle and you can search for a UPC code. Go ahead and type that into the box and, you know, hit enter. Now, what this will do, it will bring back the results for that UPC code. So what you're going to have to do is make sure your brand matches that exactly, um, your brand and your manufacturer. So then that way, when you change that and fix it, it should work correctly. Um, it, it should, <laughs> you know, the, one of the other things I want to make sure while we're right here and you know, you're adding your products in inside it, there's another thing I see a lot of people forgetting to do, and that's making sure you add everything that you can into, you know, Amazon. Uh, there's a lot of details and stuff that people forget to leave out. Make sure you're putting your colors in there, how many Watts it is, you know, everything, you know, you don't want to leave anything out. You know, if you know the material, if you know the runtime on it, if it's, you know, multicolored, whatever it may be, you want to make sure you include as much information in there as possible. And then another thing to consider is you can always put in, uh, you know, questions and answers in there for people because uh, one of the things is, you know, a lot of users and people when they're buying stuff on Amazon and if they're looking for something specific, you know, and if they don't see it in, you know, your description or in your details or your specs and another product does that's very similar to yours and they have it in their, you know, the, their description, you're going to lose out on a sale. So just make sure you take the extra time, fill out a good, you know, product information, put your keywords in there, put everything in there. Um, so that's pretty much it 
We'll be back here in a few seconds and we'll be rocking. All right, guys, I am back here and I want to get talking into some more things that I see some people have issues with when they're getting their store set up and they forget to do. And a common thing I see a lot of people forget to do is sales tax. Now, if you're in an area where you're going to have to, you know, claim your sales tax and pay on this later, this is one of the things you're going to want to do right from the start because you're not going to want to be, you know, running for almost a year and then come to find out you're going to have to do sales tax and then find out you owe a ton of money. Um, that's never fun. So one of the first things to do, get your sales tax all set up if you need to do that. If you're somewhere where you have to get, you know, pay the sales tax, whatever. And it's very easy to do. If you don't know how to do it, just Google it. It's pretty much inside your seller central in the settings option. You can set everything up right inside of there. Um, the next on the agenda that I wanted to talk about a little bit is some things uh, about products and stuff like that. Um, one of the things that I, a common thing I hear from people that are selling on Amazon is that like their products either A, they're not selling or they're not making enough money on the product. Um, and, and that's a common issue. So one of the things I like to do and after doing a, like my own research and you know for a long time and then finally getting into Amazon and seeing that it is actually kind of working out and being successful is you know reselling. Now, uh, one, this is kind of a funny thing because the other day I did do, you know, like a podcast talking about reselling and how you can sell on Amazon and how you can go to local stores and, you know, go to garage sales or whatever you want to do. You could even go to, you know, buy stuff off Facebook, you know, uh, sell pages, trade pages, the swap pages, because if you go to, you know, Facebook and go to the search feature, you can literally type in your local area and find you know buy sell trade groups where you can either sell something buy something you know and then literally then list it up on amazon depending on what you get uh, what you buy obviously or put it on ebay there's a lot of different places you could literally throw it up on and try to get you know make some money off it um but so the big thing to do is you know make sure you have a good product and one of the things i like to suggest to people is you know, do the reselling part first because then that will, what it will do is it'll give you an idea on everything inside of Amazon. You'll understand everything really well. You'll see how everything's set up. And like then when you later want to expand into your own products or, you know, if you're going to have like multiple your own products, you'll have a good grasp on everything. Uh, so you won't really leave anything out. So now reselling. As I was saying, it, this this is kind of funny because I, as I said, I did a podcast the other day, and later that day after I finished it, posted it, I was listening to one of Gary V's uh, podcasts, and he was like talking about the same exact thing as I was just talking about, like in the podcast I just did. So it's something you can definitely do to start making, you know, some money. Uh, he, I mean. Pfft. I know lots of people are able to do it. You don't always have to go and get, you know, your products on Alibaba or AliExpress or something like that. You know, you got to think outside the box. You can, there's a lot of stores around everybody. I don't, it doesn't matter if you live in a small town, you live in a big town, a medium town. You could go to literally go to garage sales and buy, you know, used books. Textbooks are very good. Um, I try to stay away from like fiction unless it's uh, like like a rarer one or very old or something um, because sometimes they're tender harder to sell but you, you just got to think of all the different places so the main idea with 
like reselling in the sense is eventually you want to build up to where you can buy bulk of your own product or you know have a lot of products on hand so pretty much what i was trying to get to with this rant on products is you want to make sure you do your research on your products first and the reason why i keep saying to you know start off with the reselling is you'll kind of get a gist of what is selling on amazon and you can kind of see what categories are successful what ones do well and you'll get a good idea so then later down the line you can decide on okay i want to buy a hundred of those and you're gonna get them at a dollar a piece and now you can list those on Amazon for $20 a piece and make a good chunk of change off each one um, and then you could actually what you could do is branch off and do it into Amazon FBA because now you already got a good hold of on everything and you already know the ropes and you, you know you're gonna be making some money because one of the biggest things that I also see a lot of people doing is yes they'll get a great product they'll get it on Amazon they're selling it like hotcakes, but the thing they don't take into consideration is all the expenses that they have to incur, you know, to, to sell a product. You know, they have to ship the product out. If you're going to do Amazon FBA or something like that, you're going to have storage costs and things associated associated with that. Um, so before you list your product, you got to take into consideration of everything that's going to be incurred into the cost. Now, I did cover some of these things in my last podcast. If you did happen to listen to that, I will briefly run over some of the things right now. Um, one of the main things you're going to want to you know, take into consideration is your variable fee. Now, depending on what the item sells for is going to be the really determining factor on what your variable fee is. Um, typically, if you sell like a $50 product, depending on, I think it's depending on the category. I can't remember correctly on this part. But it's usually if it's about 50 bucks, it's about nine, ten dollars, depending on what you sell the, the item for. So, you know, kind of just keep that in mind. And that's what the other thing we'll do is when you start reselling it, it'll kind of give you an idea of what you got to make on each product and cost wise. So that's why I really suggest doing this. And if you actually, you know, listen to my podcast or you listened to it on uh, Gary's V's podcast that he did the other day, you know, he mentioned, you know, going to TJ Maxx. You could go to Walmart. It doesn't really, you could even go to local flea markets and pick up stuff. Um, it, it doesn't really matter. There's so many places. And who says you have to go to, you know, other, you know, outsource? You can, there's a lot of places inside even the United States if you live in the United States. You can, I'm sure there's places you can get stuff near you. You just gotta look, do the research for it. But anyway, on to the next thing I wanted to talk about. So I already kind of talked about, you know, the costs and shipping costs and the reselling and your sales tax and stuff like that. Now, one of the other things I wanted to cover is, oh, excuse me before I forget. So pretty much on all your products, you're gonna, you're gonna wanna make sure you're, a general rule of thumb is you're gonna have at least 20 to 25% extra on top of whatever it is in cost. And that might be like your variable fee, that might be your shipping, uh, that might be your FBA charge. So if you keep, you know, if you kind of add like 20%, 20-25% to whatever your product, you know, costs, it'll kind of give you an idea of where you need to be at um, to make some money off the product. Um, but anyway, now back on to what I was talking about. If you are using, you know, some of those sites like AliExpress or Alibaba, 
there's some great tools out there uh, that you can use and utilize. Um, even if you're going to stores, there's some great tools you can utilize when you go to any practically store. Um, one of the tools that I've used in the past, and uh, there's a bunch of them out there, I'm just going to mention one briefly. Uh, I'm sure you can go to Google and type out some uh, some little you know little characters, and you'll find some other great ones that are available out there. Uh, but anyway, the one I was checked out a couple days ago was called Thieve. It's T H I E V E dot C O. Uh, type it into Google. I'm sure you'll find it. And what it does is it kind of tells you hot and trending products on AliExpress, and it'll tell you things that are getting sold a lot on there. So it'll give you an idea of where you might want to base your new niche website or your new e-commerce website. Um, but really, you could use that for anything. Now, if, if you want to start getting your products like locally, which I know a lot of people do, um, a good tool to keep in mind is like a price comparison tool. Now, Amazon has, you know, a price tool where you can literally go into any store and scan the barcode and it will tell you the, you know, the price. Uh, and you can figure out if you can actually make a profit on it. So say if you find something $5.99, uh, you want to add like 20%. So you, okay, if it's $5.99, I know I need to at least probably get like $19.99 and then I can make a few dollars off it and you're good because you know you're probably gonna have ship you have your shipping you have your variable fee and your listing fee but you can always get out of your listing fee if you sign up for the monthly program for you know 39.99 um, and obviously that's only beneficial if you're you know getting at least 40 orders a month if you're not getting 40 orders a month it's you know better off you're just doing the 99 cent one uh, obviously but other than that guys this is a little longer episode today uh, I kind of just want to cover you know, a bunch of common mistakes and things that I see people doing, not necessarily wrong, but, you know, little roadblocks more so in a sense uh, along the way. And I mean, and is that even the one thing I kind of, you know, didn't even, not necessarily struggled on, but it was kind of like a little situation, wait, why isn't this not working? I know it's right, and it was because I was typing, you know, I had the wrong character, and it wasn't matching to the GS1 code character, like, exactly if that makes sense um but other than that if you guys have any questions on anything i covered today uh, i kind of just did more so like a general overview on everything so if you need to get me to get any farther in depth and detail on anything in specific feel free to hit me up as always on you know you can hit me up on instagram at blizz3010 that's b-l-i-z-z three zero one zero or twitter b-l-i-z-z three zero one zero Pretty much across all platforms at Blizz3010. You can even get me there at Facebook at Blizz3010. But other than that, guys, you have a good rest of your day. Thank you. Oh, yeah, guys. On a side note, sorry about the delay. Uh, I did have uh, an episode done earlier today, and then I had an issue the other day with my Anchor podcast. And for some reason, if my first station, my first episode doesn't get up, uh, uploaded successfully uh when i like click retry to re-upload it it like just gets lost um so yeah i was kind of upset because i probably lost 44 minutes of other podcasts that i had all situated and i ended up just doing this solo podcast for 15 and minutes and 44 seconds so far so as always as i said already have a good day